Welcome to a brand new episode, number 180 of Towel Light Talk Podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And it's a it's a pretty busy, pretty busy uh, week here. Um, Finally, some Marvel fun, news, huh? Some Marvel news. It's been quite a long time for Marvel news. But before we get into that, let's talk about uh, what we're geeking out on. Uh, Chris, what are you what are you geeking out on right now? Uh man, so much stuff, man. Um, <laughs> all the He Man. Uh, so now I've I've been I've been watching the show as I've I've shared the last couple of weeks. Um, and so now I've I've gotten into reading the DC run uh, because I bought them and I read. I remember reading them vaguely, but I didn't really, I guess, absorb it as much. So I'm rereading all that. Um, especially in preparation of my um, It Crept From Eternia uh, appearance soon with the seepage. So just kind of getting that all going and moving. Uh, so that's that's a, taking a lot of my Definitely time. Definitely geeking out on that. <laughs> geeking, the, geeking the crap out of that because yeah. um, it's a pain in the ass. But, um, you know, I'm getting all my toys and stuff, as you well know. Uh, and you've kept in the in your under your under your wing for the last three years for me and i appreciate that and uh so can't wait to get my hands on all that stuff again because it's been far too long and it's time to get that collectible store going the rise of don't forget a collectible is upon us that's it it's coming so yeah that's that's about it um just just getting through everything um what about you um yeah, I started reading um, Vader and Star Wars, the newest ones. Um, because of that gap with the with all the retailers, I kind of fell off of comics completely. Um, and I've been slowly working my way into that. Um, you've been doing He-Man. I've been reading G.I. Joe. Uh, thanks to Bobby Heckman. He uh, is a hardcore G.I. Joe fan, and he gave me a, a reading list to kind of go through and um, get caught up on things. So been slowly working my way through that, uh, you know, playing some Tony Hawk pro skater in there, uh, playing some Hitman Cause I never got around to playing that. And that's been really fun. And um, I feel like there was some other geeky things. I mean, we're going to talk about one big one uh, coming up, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll get into that uh, when we do, but in the meantime, uh, let's get into some Marvel TV movie news. Uh, first things first, Jonathan Majors uh, has been cast in Ant-Man, uh, most recently seen in uh, Lovecraft Country, um, killing it there is the is the main one of the main title characters on on that show. Um, and you know, rumors are get a rumor. You know, the thing is that he might be Kang the Conqueror. Um, what's your thoughts on? Well, him and King and all that. Um, no, it's great. I think that Jonathan Majors is a good addition to the MCU. I've really been enjoying Lovecraft County. Um, mm-hmm. It's a wild show. Uh, like I told you, it's like almost like watching a weird RPG every week. It's just so thematically different every time I watch it. Uh, so, but. In terms of MCU, uh, the the idea of Kang has been thrown around for a long time, especially yeah. for Phase Four and the future and all that stuff. It's a natural thing that's going to happen. But yeah, I 
it'd be interesting if they threw him in into this the whole mix of Ant Man three. Uh, they said it's going to be broader and much more of a quote unquote spanning movie, I guess. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, um, I guess we'll just like you said, we'll just find out what that what that means. Um, because really, those first two Ant Man movies are pretty contained into just mm-hmm. them and, and don't leak too too much in the outside world so uh we'll find out how that looks um so yeah uh and then big news for she hulk um this week uh we've got our series director uh which is uh cat koi koiro um and i'm not entirely familiar what she has done um it looks like she's worked on some other uh tv shows um Oh, life happens. Okay, I think I remember that. And a case of you, I did. Sorry, I have seen that. So some rom com stuff. Modern Family. Well, of course, I watched that. I watched. I love the shit out of that. Mozart in the Jungle. Okay, so I take that back. I do know some of her stuff, but I definitely know a case of you. Um, that was a Tribeca one. Uh, people really like that a lot. So, um. So, yeah, I mean, not to say that just because she was in a rom-com kind of setting with things that that's what this show is going to be about. But um cool thing is, is that she definitely knows comedy. Um, a lot of the work that she's done has been pretty funny. So uh, I like that kind of spin on things. And for me, the bigger news, uh, the more exciting news is that Tatiana Maslany uh, has been cast as Jennifer Walters slash She-Hulk. Um, I was obsessed with watching Orphan Black, and she is a, an extremely talented actress. And there was a rumor a long time ago uh, that she was going to get cast in Star Wars. And I want to say almost at one point it was like her foray because um, it was the height of Orphan Black at that time. So, you know. Disney keeps a lot of these people in their back pocket for a while um, and, you know, kind of gets their eyes on these people. So I, I love her. I think she'll absolutely do fantastic in whatever role that she's in, but that makes me even more excited than I was for this series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's going to be, it's going to be a really good idea. Um, And who's, who's writing that Dana Schwartz. Is that who? I think so. So that's a that's quite the trifecta they got going. It's good to hear that um, things are going to be kind of taking shape for the MCU on Disney Plus. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit because it's just kind of been up in the air about what's happening with these shows. <laughs> yeah, in life in general. So yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see. Um, but we've got some more uh, Disney Plus stuff here. Um, Bat Rock uh, has been confirmed that he'll be showing up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Absolutely makes complete sense. Uh, I didn't think his story was over after the other Winter Soldier movie. So uh, what do you think about that? It's great. Yeah, I did. That just kind of popped up. I know it was kind of yeah. rumored for a while, but then they had the pictures of um, what's his name there? The actor. M- <laughs> M- MMA fighter. Yeah. 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 Whatever his name is, but it's awesome. I thought that they did a good job translating him to MCU. He is such a goofy ass character in the comics. And <laughs> I mean, a classic character, but I mean, how do you translate that really into reality? Um, they did a good job. So they did a good job. 
it'll be cool to see him um, show back up on this. I agree. St. George, which is something like that, right? Maybe. I'll look it, I'll look it up. <laughs> you, uh, you talk about this next thing. Sure. Um, WandaVision um, is confirmed for this year, uh, which is a little... I was surprised to hear this. Um, I knew it had been shot, but I guess I, I thought Winter Soldier would have been confirmed for this year, and it still hasn't been. So um, we don't have an exact date yet, but hey, that show's coming out this year. That's finally something that we can look forward to in a in a world of no MCU for the first time in 11 years. So finally, we, we have something to to geek out on there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Batroc is uh, George's Saint Pierre. That's what okay. Yeah, I was close, but not close. Um, yeah, WandaVision is gonna be great. Really looking forward to what that's gonna. I just this just, just looks like a zany show, and it'll be nice to get that side of things from the MCU. Um, as it's it is kind of sometimes cookie cutter to a certain extent, and I think that as as it goes. Uh, we'll get more and more of these odd, odd takes on on the MCU, which we need. We need these more uh, concentrations on, on on different characters like Wanda or Doctor Strange, getting into that that wackier world of magic and and and, and whatnot. Yep, all the all the all the wackiness. <laughs> I'll take all of it. Can't can't wait for that. Um, and then finally, in Marvel news, but on the Sony side of things, um, we had known that Olivia Wilde. Uh, was going to be working with a spider character. It has now been confirmed she will direct and produce uh, the Spider Woman uh, film. So, uh, what do you what do you think about that movement? Movement on that front. It's like we say. Um, I'm not super excited for anything Sony, honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it's fine, and I'll watch it, but it's just. When you put when you put Spider Man in your world, you know then then call us. Yeah, so. yeah, I completely agree. So let's go and jump across the pond. All right, over at DC uh, TV movie gaming news, uh, Doom Patrol season three um, is a go, and it's going to be heading straight to HBO Max. Um, I guess we, we already knew that. At least everything's going to HBO Max. It's just yeah. nice to have the confirmation of a season three. Yeah, the, the way they leave it, uh, they got the final episode got axed because of COVID. So yeah, it sucks. It didn't affect it too much, honestly. It could have they could have used it um, to kind of explain a little bit more, but the season was solid. It was a really good season. So. I would have been surprised if it didn't get a season three, honestly. Um, and it's been picking up a lot of steam at HBO Max. So um, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Okay, I will. I got to ca- catch up on the whole thing. <laughs> yep. The whole shebang. Um, then great news, finally. Uh, the Batman is back into production. Um uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, you know, beat COVID and uh, they're back starting production. So uh, thank God. Amazing how you beat COVID in a week. <laughs> I think it's been two weeks. They might not it's have been a while. Uh, you might not have been positive, positive, right? 
That's the other thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. What do you mean? <laughs> There's so I've, I don't even want to. He's it. half positive. <laughs> his, his bat and vampire blood saved him. That was it. That is a very good possibility. <laughs> um, for sure. I don't, I don't know the science behind these things, so I'm yeah. not going to begin to talk Let's about just, it. So not even. We can talk about the science behind Batman if you want. <laughs> they could do a whole episode on that. That's right. Um. Anyway, so. Back on production. Very excited oh, thank God. To, to see that happening. And then uh, <laughs> I, I don't know you added this on here. Henry Cavill has signed on again for future Superman roles. I mean, I think we talked about that a couple months ago that he said that, too. So, sure. This, Fine. There's a, it, it's it's so there's this. I want to throw this on because it's a good laugh, as usual, every few months. Um, but sources sources are saying that he's he's close to signing a deal with wb for his superman role so i wanted to happen you wanted to happen let's just make it happen guys and just throw him in these movies here and there and give him his man of steel 2 or superman so something something please you was a music great actor (laughs) yeah great um yeah i mean that's it great uh come actually start shooting something and then we can talk um <laughs> all right why don't you uh take us over to a galaxy far far away please yes yeah, so uh this week we got the mandalorian season two trailer finally uh and you know it was it was pretty glorious honestly um without giving a whole lot away just kind of throwing in some scenes that make you go holy crap um and then just kind of open up more questions about where this this season is headed so uh yeah that that mandalorian 2 trailer was great it just seems like such a far way off still a month and a half or so yeah um yeah (laughs) unfortunately uh you're correct it's too far away but also right around the corner so very very excited uh trailer was awesome haven't ever seen star wars on a boat before that got me super pumped in live action yeah yeah and those those speeder bikes going down the canyon (laughs) in unison it's pretty epic uh so oh and the gamorian guards fighting (laughs) the concept art for that remember that was like the first thing we saw for season two was that gamorian fighter and then yeah there they are in the arena awesome pretty badass very much so awesome stuff so I lied. It's not really that long in in our in our time now. This this will go by very fast. <laughs> so probably, yeah. Can't right. wait. Can't wait. Uh, speaking of things that are a little bit sooner, uh, Squadrons is due out in October sixth, um, I think, or the second somewhere around there. First week, second week of October, we're getting Star Wars Squadrons, the game that we've all been hoping for. Uh, back to the classic, uh, you know, starship fighter-based uh, games that we grew up on, like X-wing and Tie Fighter and Rogue Squadron and all that stuff. But this week we got a short movie, a prequel of sorts called Hunted. Uh, mm. It was pretty awesome. Uh, you have not watched it yet, right? I will not watch it. Okay, but you'll watch that Mando trailer, huh? That's good. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I see. I, I see. How, I, I see in, how it is. I went into peer pressure. You did. Star you Warriors, they got me. <laughs> those those nerve herders. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I here's the thing. 
I will watch that thing probably after I start the game. Like I'll probably or or like sorry, like when I go to start the game. Like I watch that thing and then I go right into it. That's that's what I'm gonna do. I just don't want to watch cool. it right now. I'm hoping that it's on the game. If it's not on the game, it's kind of smart at the same time that they actually went and made something like that. If it's but it's there's no way it's not in the game if they spend they that say, kind of money. Like, you get skins or you know sort of the pre-order bonuses are from the short so yeah no it's the short is about one of the main characters in the game what happens in this short isn't isn't anything that would make me be like oh my gosh it's spoilers it's Mm. just like holy crap this is freaking epic um and it's just like heart pounding it's really cool so i hope they deliver more of that for the game itself Sweet. Can't wait. Um, what's next? Finally, finally uh, in Star Wars, uh, more video game news. We got the teaser for the upcoming Galaxy's Edge, um, uh, Tales from Galaxy's Edge game that's coming to VR, uh, to o- Oculus, I believe, first exclusively. And as we know from Vader's uh, Vader Immortal, it probably will go to PlayStation VR, as I hope, you know. So. Uh, but that came out. I haven't not watched it. Um, did you Did you have a chance to watch that? I didn't. Um, I I kind of because I've got the PlayStation. You know what I mean. I, I guess I do have a friend who has VR. Um, so I suppose I really could go over to his house and play it like I did Vader. I just I haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah. yeah, Squadrons. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's first on the list uh, yeah. especially since it's also built in VR I gotta, after PS5 I have to get that VR we'll see what happens well there might be a uh, VR we'll talk about it but there might be a VR too man they're saying that uh, I've heard rumblings and whisperings so we'll see what happens with that so uh, comics not much I only really found DC news I've been kind of busy with my move this week so I haven't really been looking too much in the comic news but let's run through it um batman black and white is back uh this december uh batman black and white is a really neat series i do like i like how they do that kind of stuff so it's it just delivers that noir feeling they did that whole statue series you know kind of spun out of that whole idea so um it's just a really different way of kind of just sharing the, the stories um, and it seems like uh, some other titles are starting to kind of adapt that as well. So um, I'm looking forward to that. It returns this December. Yeah, it's um hell of a lineup of writers. Um, and, you know, we haven't seen Batman Black and White since 96. So, you know, pretty sweet concept. And, um, yeah, it'd be great. Absolutely. Uh, next up. DC Generations. Uh, so this is the interesting thing. I remember this whole Generations layout they had prior to uh, the whole bloodbath. And so after that, after all those titles got canceled and they kind of cleaned house and and, and um, kind of tightened up the ship, uh, they got rid of the whole idea of that whole five generation thing they were going to do with those one shots to kind of retell the, the history. So we are getting kind of a 
It's called Generations Shattered, uh, 80 page one shot, and that's coming out in January. And so they're kind of, I guess they're going to kind of reimagine what they uh, had originally intended for this. And so we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't, I don't know really how much is going to spin out of this. Um, I'm sure they'll work, they'll work something because it seems like they're trying to reshape, kind of reshape things uh, at this point uh, and just. I guess we'll see what happens because that fallout's that fallout's not gonna we're not gonna really see the results of that quite yet. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. Um, yeah, because it's not it's a one shot. It says, but we'll see. Like you said, we'll we'll see. I like the lineup though. <laughs> like the the sorry the characters Booster Gold and Sinestro and Starfire and stuff. Like it's pretty badass. So. We'll see. We'll see what uh, the shapes from that. Yeah, from what I understood, I thought Booster had a kind of a bigger role in this whole thing. Um, so I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. That's it. So, but yeah, um, Generations coming soon in January, and then finally, just a little uh, plug for Batman Day. It's uh, this Monday, the twenty-first, and so. Who knows? There's plenty of things that have been announced for it. Uh, so beyond it, if you love Batman collectibles and whatnot, it's coming. Batman Day. Yeah, it's always a good time to spend my money <laughs> on random ass Batman paraphernalia. So that's cool. Yeah, always always a fan of Batman Day, and we'll see if uh, see what they do. You know, this year's so wacky with everything and. You know, last year it was like the 80th, right? So they were letting bats out all over different <laughs> states and everything like that. This year doesn't seem to have as much pomp and circumstance behind it. Yeah, it just it's just Detective Comics 1027 this this year. You know, it's kind of, which is kind of I, I it's kind of coincidental that it came out last week, but yeah. probably not. They probably you know they probably lined it up just perfectly as usual. So. <laughs> They they have a team for that, yeah. <laughs> we would we hope so. If you don't, call us. That's it. <laughs> that's, it. So, uh, that's that's it for comic news. So let's jump into our epic commercials. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're don't forget a towel.com your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. What you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard goddamn work making something this pretty look like a geek. So I must be doing it for a reason. It's you. It's always been you. And it's worth fighting. All you have to it's what to do with the time that is given to Join me. Gutsy Media Podcast. Because movies are our life. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment 
with DFAT Comics. We are back after those ever so luscious commercials. And uh, we've got our crowd sorcery here. Um, you know, some big things are, you know, Berserker is still happening. Uh, the Scott Snyder thing, Nocturna just ended. Um, and you know, there's some sprinklings out there. But the real big one that's coming on September 24th uh, is going to be Pursuit of Plastic. Uh, this is the comic that Chris and I both wrote. We've been teasing it for a couple years now. <laughs> and finally, uh, <laughs> with artwork by RJ Silvers, um, we are ready to go with this Kickstarter. Now, on the 23rd of September, um, we will be going live on Facebook um, around, I think it's like 730 yeah, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be doing a live show, um, talking with the artist, uh, talking with uh, um, Daniel Cooper, who did the theme song. Um, it's going to be an action-packed show if you want to hear about uh, how we did the comic and, and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, we also have in the in the profile link here, I don't know what you call it, the show notes, um, you can click on and be one of the first people to get notified uh, when the comic launches that day. I get up at 6 a.m., so it's probably going to be launching around around that time <laughs> uh, on that uh, Thursday morning. But anything you want to say about Pursuit of Plastic, Chris? It's it's going to be the greatest time you've ever had reading a comic, uh, <laughs> quite possibly. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, pretty excited about this. Uh, it's it's definitely an, a, an original idea, <laughs> you know, brought to you by the great people at DFAT, uh, as we've kind of thrown around the pursuit of plastic for years now. And if you've listened to the show, you know that. Uh, so we're excited to, you know, tell some tales, uh, have some fun with the toy world uh, in comic form and, you know, get get this this try to get this comic published. So we can't do that without your help. So. You know, check it out. If you like what you see, uh, throw some money at it. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, email us. Yeah. Don't forget to tell one at gmail.com. But we hope to see uh, some of you listeners there uh, at the Kickstarter at launch. And, yeah, we'll be talking soon. More about that. Uh, All right. So TV news. uh, We've got The Walking Dead confirmed uh, that it will end at season 11, which is the one we're going into this year. Yeah, so this is going to be the last season coming up. I've been out of it since eight, I think, or more. I, I don't remember the last season I watched, but, um, you know, there's still some spinoffs out there, and, you know, they just announced a spinoff, I think, with, like, a bunch of kids uh, and how they're dealing with things, but... The Walking Dead, as it stands, is still strong, um, but the main show is going to go the way of the dinosaurs and all that stuff. What kid spinoff? I guess I just don't even care enough to really pay attention. That's probably my answer. So, um, yeah, I don't care. It's about time. Um, (laughs) The Walking Dead has run its course. The zombies have run its course. Uh, the, The Maggie and Negan spinoffs are dead definitely dead uh they they said that the other day they're more more most unlikely out of all of them are going to happen so i can see this world dissolving 
uh, quite quickly once the main show is gone. So Fear of the Walking Dead is, has gotten some following. I don't think any of it's enough to keep this franchise alive, especially without a comic out there. Right. Um, yeah, they've talked about doing Carol and Daryl, and they talked about this one that's, like I said, it's more kids-centric, so think of Stranger Things meets Zombies sort of situation. Like you said, is that going to happen? You know, probably not, but who knows? It's a weird time for all production. I mean, it's not like huge news or anything, but like Stumptown got canceled. It was like one of the new shows on uh, CBS and, you know, it was Greg Rucka wrote it and everyone loved it. And then COVID killed it. So who knows what's going on with a lot of these shows anymore? I'm more kind of questioning, where's your other stuff, Kirkman? Like Outcast is gone, right? Like Outcast is gone. Um, <laughs> the big one, though, is the animated one is still on track. Right. Um, and that's going to a streaming service, right? Yeah, I think it's going to Amazon. So, I mean, that's what I'm more interested in. I'm just, like I said, Walking Dead has run its course. I was sick of it after the second New York Comic Con with the badges. So, um, yeah, good riddance. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, we've got Animaniacs. Uh, got a little look at that. If you guys are 90s kids like we are, 80s, 90s kids, uh, you remember the Animaniacs. Um, that is coming to Hulu in November. Yeah. I, um, I just shared the teaser this week, Behind the Scenes. Uh, this is the show I grew up on, definitely. It was an after-school show. Zany. Incredibly <laughs> insane You know them. I kind of know the song still, um, but I'm ready for Wacko, Yakko, and Dot to come back. Uh, all the all the original voices, Pinky and Brain is coming back. Oh, nice! So yeah, yeah. it's going to be a real revamp of the show with you know all the ties back to the original. So I some new anim, you know the new animation style, but same Animaniacs at heart. Perfect. Yeah, you know I, I liked what they did um, on HBO with uh, Looney Tunes. You know it was cool to see that coming back too. So um, everything is old is new again. Strange that it's a WB property and it's going to Hulu. Huh? I think we said this before with some other things. It's just kind of like it's funny that that HBO Max doesn't have lockdown on the WB stuff. Uh, maybe it's previous contracts and whatnot, but it's kind of kind of funny but it's good for hulu because good for hulu me some hulu yeah yeah um yeah i don't know uh then it looks like cbs all access is going into its kind of parent company uh and it's going to be part of paramount plus um that's the thing cbs all access i don't think it has movies it's just the it's just the television stuff so paramount plus will give the movie side of things it does have movies but it's like every other streaming service where it has movies, you know, it has a license to show them on there or whatever. Um, but it doesn't make its own movies. I think that's what you're okay. saying, right? Yeah, it doesn't, it hasn't produced its own movies. So it's, I mean, it's been concentrating on the TV stuff, Star Trek, especially, you know, so it would be kind of interesting to get a Star Trek movie at, at this level, honestly, it'd be kind of cool. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Paramount plus it's just, another entry into this whole streaming wars thing. I think it will give CBS all access a little bit more strength, uh, at least the content, 
because I mean, I watch CBS All Access. I use it for news and Stephen Colbert and and Star Trek and whatnot. So I mean, it's it's not a bad service, honestly. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they add for Paramount Plus. And if it changes the the cost. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, these 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 after what what Peacock did, a lot of people need to be smart. Because it's it's it was very smart what Peacock did with just giving you the free content and then having you pay for premium and then your premiums five bucks you know it's it's nothing or nine it's I guess maybe it, there's two different levels of premium I guess for that maybe I don't know whatever it is. I don't know either I'm just waiting for Saved by the Bell and then I'll then I'll let you know because I'll be buying it then <laughs> yeah just keep it I'm saving my free. My free trial until after Brave New World is over, so I can watch it all. Maybe it's already over. I haven't even checked. So, all the streaming services, all of them. Um, Speaking of streaming services, exactly. Yeah, Raised by Wolves, the I guess Ridley Scott produced show um, that's on HBO Max has been greenlit for a season two. I think there's only like what three episodes so far. No, there's there's five. Oh, there's geez. been five. Yeah, there's five. I watched the first two and a half. I gotta watch the next two and a half. Um, it's great. It's wild. Uh, the first two episodes are directed by Ridley Scott, and you can tell. Um, it's definitely Ridley Scott world, and it's a really good show so far. It's it's pretty epic uh, and badass, and I'm surprised seeing that it was called a limited series that it got re- greenlit for season two. <laughs> so. And also that it had more episodes in, say, five, you know, in season one. So kind of weird that they're throwing that term around. It's, you know, I think they make wild decisions. Like, because I remember um, Big Little Lies was supposed to just be uh, limited. And then, you know, it won all the Oscar or uh, Emmys and all that stuff. Um, and then they're like, oh, shit. OK, let's let's give them more, you know, so. I don't know if I ever believe those sort of things anymore. I think if in our time right now, if it catches on fire uh, and people are watching it and especially on a new streaming service, you know what I mean? If you're getting subscribers based off of it, you might as well not even say limited at this point. You might as well just say it's a show and we'll see what happens. (laughs) Call it what it is. Yeah. Um, And then finally... Uh, I just saw this this morning right before we started uh, recording. Song Exploder um, is actually one of my favorite podcasts. And what they do is they pick a song and then the host and the artist go through that song and literally just break it down. Like, how did we do this? And what was the inspiration? And et cetera, et cetera. Very, very interesting show. Um, And... Now they're just making it into a Netflix series. So I want to say like REM's going to be doing Losing My Religion. Alicia Keys has a song on there. I There's a trailer for it that just dropped this morning. So like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but it's definitely one of my favorite podcasts. And if you're a, a music geek as much as you or I am as far as movies, music, I, I'm pretty excited to uh, to check this show out. It's a great idea. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's go over to movie news, of which there's hardly, I'll say this, hardly any of our interests. <laughs> there is a lot of movie news. 
there there is and it's just like i don't want to talk about delays or when things are going to start production quote unquote it's yeah. just like i mean there's a lot of that out there um but it's not even worth talking about because it's going to change probably so yeah absolutely so uh you know what we do have a confirmation is dune is coming out i won't say it's a confirmed date but um we got to look at the trailer uh as a fan of the of the shows and you know the miniseries from sci-fi and definitely all the video games throughout the years and you know there's a new comic book coming out and everything um i i thought the trailer was just phenomenal yeah really really excited for denise villeneuve or uh his vision to come out yeah as we always butcher his name um but yeah it's i just watching that trailer it was gorgeous uh i love that world Uh, a lot of ties to what we're familiar with of course um and i did enjoy his his breakdown of what he didn't like about david lynch's movie and what he wanted to it sounds like he doesn't like david lynch's movie it's just he knew that things could have been done better in regards to the book uh, and so he's looking to really kind of not fix that, but introduce people to more of those, those themes and whatnot. So I'm not sure what wasn't covered in a three, four hour miniseries, but we'll see. Um, and I'm very excited because I love that world. Yeah. And this is part one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, which who knows when we'll see part two. Um, but yeah, at least uh, something's something's happening with this one, and can't wait to uh, to check it out. Um, yeah, I'm guaranteeing it'll be before we see Final Fantasy VII Part Two. <laughs> you can definitely guarantee that. All right, what's going on over in movie world? Well, or sorry, the, the gaming in the world. gaming world. Jeez, uh, yeah. I guess I should just say, as long as I mentioned Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy 16 was announced. Uh, so that's interesting. It's console exclusive to PS5, uh, is coming to PC as PC doesn't count as a console. Uh, so I was quite surprised. I didn't know, I, I did not know that was coming. Uh, I'm a fan of that series, period. And really going back to that steampunk uh, look. So we'll see. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more from that. Yeah. It, um, it looks a lot like Dragon's Dogma. Like, a little bit more action-based than role-playing-based, even though it's set in a role-playing world. So, we'll see. Uh, yeah, just... I mean, they did that with Final Fantasy XV. They've done that. It's just, they've... It's the same thing with Final Fantasy. So they've just opened it up where it's not... It's not really, like, um, JRPG or classic style of, of turn-based. It is quote-unquote turn-based but it's it's so much different and it's it's much more furious and fast and (laughs) uh, magical so it's 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 something to get used to but um if you're if you're a modern day gamer it's really easy to get back you know and kind of just get used to all the commands so i'm i'm really excited for this new game um but not as excited as i am for what's coming from our good friends over at gearbox and uh, Nerdvana. So uh, we have the announcement of the Borderlands tabletop RPG, Bunkers and Badasses, which was introduced in which game was it? Was it three or two? Was it two? 
or yeah. was it the sequel to the pre-sequel? <laughs> I don't know. One of those games, oh, where Tina, Tina uh, came up with this. <laughs> maybe it was the pre-sequel now we're talking about it. I don't know. I have no idea anymore. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter. The, the, the zany world, the wonderful world, world of, of Borderlands is coming to your tabletop. Um, and so right now, through Nirvana, you can order the source book. Or you can get the deluxe version, which is the source book, plus a ton of cool swag, including miniatures and special made iridium dice and uh, DM shield and, and all this stuff. I can just keep going. But um, that's that's 100 bucks for that deluxe set, which is well, well worth it. Um, you can pre-order that now. The deluxe set's available through the 30th, I believe, of this month. So if you're thinking about that, get on it. I'm going to drop the link into this uh, outline uh, so you'll be able to click on it. But what do you think? You are uh, an RPG fan. Yeah, and a Borderlands fan. Um, right. I am on the fence. I've been going back and forth on it this week because the problem is, is that without playing in person, I don't see the need to use any of the things that come with the special edition. Because when am I going to do it? It's just... What? I don't know. I just throw the money away? What are you no, doing? I'm, just I'm say just, it. We're I'm in a podcast. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be worth it's gonna be worth money, man. That's it. Oh, to flip it? Whatever you want to do with it. I'm not saying anything, Scalpator. But um, <laughs> the, um, the idea here is that it is limited. So um, if you guys are thinking about getting something like that where you do want those extras... Of course, all this stuff is going to be available online, which is the way of things with RPGs these days. But yeah, if I mean, we're ones that are going to go and throw two hundred fifty dollars at a at a special edition of the game. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm never doing that again. And then it's like, oh, here's the here's the tabletop deluxe version. Okay, I'll take it. I mean, I freaking love that world. I'll support it until the day I die. And I think it would be a lot of fun to play that. So um, we'll get that going in 2021. Yeah, um, we'll see. <laughs> you don't have to. I already got it, so. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to make that decision, buddy. No, I don't. <laughs> At least we can What's still next? play it. Um, HeroQuest is back, or coming back, from Hasbro. HeroQuest, the, uh, the, uh, the old miniature game uh, that you could build unlimited basically dungeons uh through and it was such a popular game series i wondered why it kind of went by the way of the dinosaur for a while and um it's coming back because as we all know tabletop gaming is popular as ever especially the more rpg elements yeah <laughs> more popular than it's ever been yeah. um so yeah i i think this is great and um we'll see we'll see what kind of other expansions and whatnot it gets this time around because there's so much more tied to it and the fact that hasbro owns things like wizards of the west coasts and and has their hands in the D and 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 magic and all that who knows the possibilities are endless at this point of how many different hero quest things we could get so kind of exciting if you uh if you were a fan of that game back in the day yeah you know it's funny i've never played that game um, or if I did, I, I do not remember it, but one of my buddies, uh, was talking to me about it and was like, Oh my God, I loved hero quest, blah, blah. And I was like, what the, 
I don't know. I guess it just passed me by. I, I, I don't know. But um, I don't. Yeah, probably this seems like a thing that I again, it's like it's just so hard with everything being not being able to do anything in person. I'm so reluctant to buy anything with miniatures right now. Yep. yep. But it's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Ori, Ori 2. Uh, surprisingly, Will of, the Wisps. Will of the Wisps hit the switch this week. That was that was quite. I I don't know if it's faster than the other one, honestly, because it has been out for a year or so. But it finally got ported to the Switch, which is a magic a magical experience if you play the first one, and also a very frustrating experience. Um, <laughs> but I love I love that game. So this was actually the one that got me into wanting to play the first one, seeing this trailer. Uh, so I am. I am going to have to make a concentrated effort to finish the first one and then wait for this one to go on sale. (laughs) Yeah, that was, yeah, I think I've, I've beat a couple games this year. I was keeping a tally of everything before the apocalypse happened of like where I was at with like video games and books and movies and everything like that. So I did beat it this year and I loved it. Um, I will probably just wait a little bit because I, I really do need to beat like, last of us two um you know what i mean like i really gotta finish that and then cyberpunk comes out so i can probably wait a little bit on ori 2 even though it was very i really liked the first game quite a bit yep yeah so that's available for switch right now 30 bucks if you guys want to throw full money at it um all right couple news from the vr side of things from the oasis uh first up missed classic game missed one of my first games I've ever played and we've talked about this you know because there's been remakes over the years there's been whatnot and whatnot so but for the first time ever it's getting a vr um remake and so we're going to get new interactions new animations new puzzles whatnot so this is kind of exciting because if any world was really meant for vr i feel like these kind of games uh are the best translation because you can go and make these games again i can play on my handheld i can play it on my console on the tv but what is the difference between when i played it on my macintosh when i was a kid put it on the vr headset you know that's put you in the world of mist so uh that's that's pretty cool i think that's a great idea um so we'll see yeah, this is um like you said, it's almost kind of like a no-brainer at this point. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I uh I'll be interested to see what they do, you know, with updated graphics and stuff like that. Obviously, it's been 30 years <laughs> since I've played it. <laughs> I can't remember when the last time was, but um yeah, uh all about it. Definitely all about it. It's funny. I, I remember trying to play on a console at one point. It was just, it was useless because it was probably one of the older consoles where the control schemes weren't really up to par like they are now. Um, so it was just, it was frustrating, I guess, um, compared to like that old mouse click mm-hmm. and point deal. Yeah. So how it was meant to be, you know. So, um, yeah. So if you can walk around and interact with things, I think that'd be really cool. Um, last up in Video game news today, uh, Ubisoft Forward had its latest event. Uh, we got some more teases and more insights to the games that are coming. Uh, so what I we didn't know about 
where that um, both Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell are getting in VR games, uh, which is exciting. Uh, both games would be interesting, I feel, in VR. Uh, what do you think? A lot of sneaking around in VR, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if I... Honestly, for Assassin's Creed, I don't know if I care. Splinter Cell, I really wish... Um, I really wish that it wasn't a VR game. It was just a straight-up new game. It's kind of weird how they're handling Sam Fisher now, throwing him into a into uh what you call it siege um rainbow six and you know like i don't quite understand why that's happening the way that they're doing it uh but um yeah i fine that one is the one that i'll try because i've i've missed splinter cell i missed that series for a while and uh yeah so we'll see (laughs) absolutely absolutely i did one huge thing that we we haven't talked about was the ps5 man <laughs> there's nothing to speak about till after 10 o'clock today <laughs> no go ahead uh well, we can let's let's uh let's hash that out a little bit okay a bit yeah. idea. <laughs> i was like did we did i take this off <laughs> it was hidden under mist um yeah so finally we've got a release date of november 12th um We've got the lineup of games, which is pretty shitty, in my opinion. I'll just be honest. Like, the Spider-Man thing is the most exciting thing. But, like, uh, Rock and Roll Racing remix, I guess, of whatever this battle game is. Fine. Fine. Uh, The Astro Boy game I actually am excited about. But that's, like, already a part of the PlayStation. And then a bunch of PlayStation 4 games that, if you haven't played, they're offering those uh for free the reason why i'm not excited about that particular lineup is that it's it's fine that you're giving them some of the games i actually haven't played like days gone and mortal Kombat x um the other ones i actually have played but the problem with me is like we don't know if they're getting remastered in a way that makes it playstation 5 exclusive or if it's straight up just we oh here you just play them and if that's the case like that's not exciting to me it's they're gonna get patched to a certain extent i mean it's the same thing with a lot of these upgrades i mean that's basically what these ps4 like you buy your ps4 game now with the guarantee that it's gonna be upgraded right so a lot of people are like well i'm buying the disc now i need to buy the disc version next blah 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 Uh, whatever your deal is a lot of that's just getting patched. Uh, so you buy AC, AC uh, Valhalla, but there's no point in doing that. So that's, that's, a lot of these ones that are out now are going to get patched. It's not going to be like a brand new game, um, which I feel like they're going to do with that whole classics lineup. Um, it's funny. I was looking at Bloodborne the other day. I was like, man, I really want to play this. I, I've been oh, meaning to yeah, play I've it. I've never played that, yeah. And it's so critically acclaimed um and then it's on that list and my biggest thing about this this digital version was i have these discs i want to play still but then all of a sudden they put that library on i was like check 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 it's all the games basically that i was i was kind of in up in the air about you know so i'll probably just get that digital version um if i can uh so we'll see today find out in a couple hours you'll know on the next show yeah we'll know on the next show <laughs> And, you know, you're going to get it eventually, too. Like, yeah, exactly. there's, there's 
no way around it. Um, but yeah, I, I, we're hardcore PlayStation fans. There's no way that we're not going to get the system. No, no, possibly that we're not going to get the system at some point. I will just say I'm looking at this particular purchase as a long-term goal, as in Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, God of War Ragnarok, Ratchet and Clank, all the games that I've loved throughout the years and the eventualities of all those things. There's nothing right now with either system that makes me say, I have to have you. Neither one of those. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna shit talk Xbox, but I just I never I haven't cared since nineteen ninety nine in those old gaming magazines and Kotor and stuff like that. Just it's never sold me. And even like this whole hype thing, like this whole console war thing doesn't it's not a war. There's there's one in demand system that sells out every time and that's that's the issue we're having with, with PS five right now. And it's it's kind of a clusterfuck, but whatever. It's like you said. If you don't get one at first, you're going to get one next year. It's going to be there. And this whole pricing thing was kind of a, just a, it was kind of a mess. It's, I, I'm glad that they didn't launch at higher pricing like it was originally. I'm sure it was marked higher at one point. And before when Xbox put the pricing out, they had to match it. But you got to look at the long run too. It's like they're going to, they have these amazing games that people are going to buy. They're going to pick up new fans. So you might as well just get your consoles in everybody's hands as easy as possible. Like take the hundred dollar loss per console. Who cares? You're gonna sell. You know, it's like why give why give Xbox even the chance to pick up new fans because of pricing? It's a, it's it would have been a really bad strategy to come out at like five ninety nine or or whatever. You know. So I think that they did that right. This whole pre order thing, I'm not convinced. Um, I'll have a better idea of what they what the real intention was i guess it was a mess at the retailer side of things but i always blame the retailers when it comes to that because ultimately they do have control over their stock and what they're given and i feel like maybe they're just kind of putting them out there at randomly um, because you can see that kind of happening over the last couple of days where it's like it'll be up and then it's down and then it's up and it's down and then walmart put it up at six o'clock last night sold out so i think we're going to see these waves of 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 uh pre-orders coming out here and there and then it'll just get closed out eventually once playstation does theirs maybe today i don't know we'll see um i feel like they're holding their stock for their own for their own goods you know what i mean over the retailers quite a possibility yeah and um what i was gonna say is uh we just got a just got a piece of breaking news here Hmm. um for you dc universe people just got the uh, press release here from DC uh, saying that DC Universe is transforming into DC Universe Infinite. <laughs> uh, so it looks like uh, what that's going to do is basically we didn't know what was happening with the comic book uh, side of things, um, which was a huge part of the DC Universe. Um, and it looks like what they're going to do is it's going to be a premium comic book service set to launch on January 21st, 2021, with access more to 24,000 things. Um, it'll expand in the summer of 2021. Uh, so 
basically this is going to be the thing just like marvel's comic book series uh it's going to be um on ios and android devices at 7.99 a month or 74 dollars a year uh there will be first look exclusives um meaning that they'll have uh first access to some of these um which is cool uh, which I think is actually a very smart idea um, with some titles being like Wonder Woman 84, Swamp Thing, New Roots, Superman, Man of Tomorrow, Shazam, Harley Quinn, Black and White and Red. So they'll be getting the first look at uh, these things as a subscriber, which is the way it it should be. Um, and then HBO Max, of course, will be taking on uh, all of the original programming, including Stargirl, Young Justice, Titans, which they just say in this press release, Titans season one through three, mm-hmm. so which is good, uh, as well as Harley Quinn, uh, which is, yeah, there'll be an HBO Max original going forward as well. So we kind of had an idea. Um, they'll say that annual subscribers will receive a $25 voucher, uh, while monthly subscribers will get a $10 voucher um, if you are already a uh, DC Universe subscriber. So it looks like Chris, you're, you should expect that twenty five dollar voucher soon. <laughs> yeah, it's that's fine. Um, I was just using it last night, so and I got my wife using it. I just that pricing is fine. Um, you also missed one of the more important details that now you'll get comics six months later instead of a year later, which um, was the big thing. So. Uh, Someone like me who does not touch their comics, I've been, you know, I, I rely on it sometimes to read it um, a year later or whatever, because I don't really keep up on comics currently. A lot of time I'll just read them in, in bunches or just in arcs or whatever, which I enjoy more because reading at the comic at the monthly level is kind of frustrating sometimes, depending on how short it is. So yeah. I think that's amazing. Uh, six months later is a, is a huge difference. Which kind of justifies that with the, I guess, with that whole exclusive thing, keeping it at the same price. Um, it's not a horrible price. I remember Marvel Unlimited was like 20 bucks, you know, for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to keep it, especially with that 25% or $25, whatever, whatever it is. So I'm glad that they finally came out and said what they're going to do. I just, I was like, how are you going to get rid of a library of 20,000 plus comics? You know, when it's a really functional thing. But I guess wasn't, you know, what didn't ultimately work out as a full multimedia. Someone got fired. They knew HBO Max was coming for a long time. (laughs) They even come out with DC Universe was kind of stupid. So, hey, now we have solutions. Um, Let's go over what time is it, man? It is time for the Pursuit of Plastic. All right, toy enthusiasts, uh, let's talk a little bit about toy news. There's a lot of stuff going on, actually, as usual, but let's, let's talk about Dune because that's on everybody's mind with the trailer this week. Uh, McFarlane Toys is heavy hitting this, this, this year, especially this fall with figures. Uh, so we knew that they had gotten the Dune license, but this week they previewed uh, a few different things. So uh, let's talk about it. They previewed their first wave of seven-inch figures, including a Build-A-Figure. So the first lineup uh, will be four figures. Uh, Stilgar, Paul Atreides, 
Lady Jessica in Duncan, Idaho, and then you will get the build figure with that, which will be Dave Batista's Rebin. Uh, so that's cool. Um, if you are a collector of these kind of things, I'm not a huge go out and buy things based on movies, unless it's like Wesley Snipes, Blade, or Jack Wolverine, or things like that. But no. Um, yeah, I think this is great. They don't some of the faces are kind of wonky on these, um, but whatever. McFarland's a great company, so I'm sure that they'll fix that up eventually. So, um, also announced was a 12-inch figure of Baron Harkonnen. Uh, so that's kind of interesting because they did that same thing with The Witcher, where they have two different scales going on, and uh, very cool. Yeah, um, you know, you know, I'm the same way I, I typically don't buy toys that look like actors because the actors are eventually going to get replaced and the the people never are you know what i mean um so yeah you know robert downey jr would be one that i would do and chris Evans, you know some of the marvel people because they have been in it for a long time but for the most part i have no interest in um this kind of stuff so look forward to those. Uh, next up, Super 7 has revealed and put up for pre-order Wave 4 of their Thundercats classics. Uh, one more figure from this for me to add to my collection. I thought it was done, and then I realized I don't have Schnarf, so I don't know when they're going to release that. Maybe they'll release it with the twins. I feel I like it would have. be, yeah, like a two-pack. or Three-pack. Like, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, but it's just like... I hope they don't because I don't want to have to rebuy those figures. Uh, so maybe they'll do something at like a smaller price and just have Snarf at like 30 bucks, whatever. I don't care. Just put them out. Let me buy them. But um, four more figures to add to your collection, including one that has never been made before. Um, but let me just run through them. You got the Snowman of Hook Mountain, uh, Lynx-O, uh, Monkeyan, who I'm getting because he's one of the, you know, one of the mutants that is very one of the main bad guys and then finally Pumra, which is first time in production ever uh which is mumra's short-lived thundarian alter ego so you can get they are making an alternate head for this which you can put on the mumra the ever living figure which is coming out this or next year um so that's cool they scaled it to that because that's actually a huge figure um and just kind of the cool stuff that super seven does with their with their collectibles for the fans yeah, I think it's pretty dope. Um, I can't afford those. I guess I could, but I just... It's its one of those things, kind of like He-Man, where I've been disconnected from uh, that whole series for so long. You know? When's the last time there was a Thundercat series? 30 years ago? Last so, year, 2012. Uh, I don't know. When was that? That crappy one just came out. I don't out. know if that ever the, did. It ever did get you watch released? The anime one? Yeah, I, I think it finally did. Who okay, cares about that. You never watched the anime one? I don't even know when that was. <sighs> that was awesome. You should watch that. Um, Thundercats is also on Hulu, the original series. So if y'all have Hulu, uh, that's actually my next viewing after I finish He Man is going to be Thundercats. Um, so watching all that nostalgia stuff. Uh, so. You're right. I mean, it's it, it is it is hard to justify buying these figures at that price, but that's why I'm glad that they, um, okay, the increase in figures 
increase in price and figures went up so you don't have to buy all four, which I'm glad because they don't want to buy every Thundercats figure out there. I want the ones they want. I want to pick and choose and I'm willing to pay that little bit extra money, um, especially since I can get them from Entertainment Earth anyways. Uh, so it's just it's just that, that nostalgia buy, man, um, for me. So a little expensive, but like I said, Super 7 does a great job with accessories and uh, and more. So I can be more happy with my purchase than, than say, a Marvel Legend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, so this week, Mofex, uh, actually, they previewed two figures. They previewed Psylocke uh, to add to their X-Men collection. But they did also uh, preview the Hush Joker. So the Hush line has been getting some figures. But this Hush Joker looks amazing. Uh, I love the head sculpt. It almost makes me want to just buy it for that so I can swap it onto my other my Joker figures like my my Mezco. Uh, but yeah, that's up for pre-order. Uh, whatever you order your your stuff from, uh, I did find it on Ami Ami uh, for about seventy bucks. So a little bit cheaper than Big Bad Toy Store where you can get them for ninety bucks usually. But uh, yeah, always look at your 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 Japanese toy stores. Yeah, it's it's so. I mean, we talked about it with the Dark Knight Returns figures too. Like they look beautiful. I just hate those joints so so much, and it's a personal problem. Um, but it means uh, I don't have to buy it. <laughs> but it, you know, the price point's fine. Uh, like you said, standing there uh, without you know the head really would look great on a Mezco. Fantastic. So that's absolutely. That's uh, and last up today, uh, this was actually just previewed yesterday. Uh, Hot Toys, following in their Empire Strikes Back vintage run of things with the special box and whatnot, uh, they're releasing a Lando Calrissian figure <laughs> and his duds from Empire Strikes Back. <sighs> Looks great. Um, it's a it's a it's a really hard pass. Not as in like I have to, I'm not getting it. Definitely not. It's it's hard for me to pass up because. I do feel like I want a Lando figure, but I don't know if I want to spend that much money on it. So, yeah, for now, it's it's uh, it's a no-go for me because of all these wonderful uh, Clone Wars figures that have come out lately, and uh, they've kind of taken up my pre-order window for next year. Yeah, I was saying the same thing to my wife. I was like, they just keep really just screwing us. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I do want it. I, I do, because... Because I don't own any Lando figures, because I didn't want him at the smaller scale, and he's getting the love that he deserves, and I didn't want the old man version of him or anything either, so it's like, this is it. This is the penultimate one, unless you want to get Sail Barge version, um, and maybe uh, you know Return of the Jedi version, maybe, but this to me is the, the penultimate uh, Lando figure, and um, I really got to think about it, to be honest with you. I don't understand. Like they should. I'm. I'm just gonna say this because I feel like this year was should have just been do all your Empire figures, and then next year do your Clone Wars figures. It's just like yeah, you make yeah. it really hard for collectors. It's like I don't have like I buy Hot Toys, but I don't have extra funds. To just be like, oh my gosh, I really want like I want that for my Star Wars collection because it really is like you said. It's like a Lando figure is a good fit, and so. Now I'm just I'm on a precipice where I can't I can't buy it. Um, so it's something probably like 
farm boy Lou club. He had a show hopefully eventually, but, um, and picked that up, you know, from a third party seller or whatever at some point. But yeah, I just, I just wish maybe they, I mean, they I mean, got, you were they, right. They should have just done ESB this year. I mean, yeah. that's straight up. That's just what they should have done. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. All right. Um, all right. Well, so just kind of, uh, last go around here, guys, we want to talk about that pursuit of plastic Kickstarter is going to drop on the 24th, please. If you can find it in your, your hearts and your wallets, uh, <laughs> to, to support us, um, on the Kickstarter. And, you know, we're really, really excited about it. I think this is going to be a comic that it's family friendly. Um, we've got plenty of issues planned, Two best friends and their sassy robot visiting different toy worlds uh, to um, to really you know help save the universe from a, an evil overlord here, and it's going to be a heck of a fun time. Um, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I guess I would say it's a little bit of Toy Story makes Star Wars, um, and all of those times you spent playing with your toys in your backyards and mashing up, uh, you know. He-Man versus G.I. Joe and Transformers versus Batman and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a love letter to that time period and, and that experience. So uh, we're very excited about it. But um, in the meantime, Chris, where can you find us? Uh, check us out. Don't forget to tell com, home of Defect Comics and our awesome podcast network featuring Taoi Talk, which you're listening to now. And our Star Wars show, <laughs> Star Warriors, a roundtable discussion of all things Star Wars with your favorite ner- scruffy-looking nerd furters. All those guys. <laughs> all of them. All Great of them. guys. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for taking a listen and, and you know, uh, rocking out with us, geeking out with us throughout the years. Uh, this is Casey saying, go, go read some comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel.